Hello, and welcome to the Aging with Grace weekly podcast. This week, we are going to explore dance therapy. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast about dance therapy. I'm D.G. Linton Gridley, founder and CEO of Aging with Grace, a company dedicated to helping people age with grace by providing home and community-based services. I launch this podcast every week to raise awareness for issues relevant to people who are growing older, because knowledge is power and sharing is caring. I care about you, and I want to do everything in my power to help you by tapping into my experience and education and researching for the purpose of sharing knowledge in hopes that what I share will help you or someone you know. Most recently, I have been doing a series on some of the different therapies that are available to us. I'm so glad you are joining me for this podcast on dance therapy. Thank you. I admire all you dancers out there. I am not a dancer myself. Oh, I can move to the music. I have fairly good rhythm, but I've always thought of myself as being uncoordinated and awkward. I tried out tried out for my high school's drill team, but didn't make it. <laughs> I did participate in a square dance club in college that I thought was great fun, but it was not a big deal if I missed a step or did a move wrong. I want to take dance lessons at our local Arthur Murray Dance Studio, but I haven't yet. I know dancing is good for connecting our minds to our bodies and has been purported to improve outcomes for people who have dementia. This is from the National Library of Medicine in the National Institutes of Health, and it's titled Dance for People with Alzheimer's Disease, a Systematic Review. Background. In recent years, several reviews have addressed the effectiveness of dance therapy in dementia, healthy older adults, or the elderly in general. However, reviews regarding the effect of this therapy exclusively on patients diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease have not been found. Objective. The purpose of this study is to review the available literature describing clinical trials which explore the effects of dancing on psychological and physical outcomes functionality, cognitive function, and quality of life in patients diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. In addition, this review aims to assess the quality of studies that perform dance therapy interventions in in these patients. Methods. This study is a systematic review of randomized and non-randomized clinical trials regarding the effect of intervention, including a dancing activity in people diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. Results. In total, the evidence for this review rests on 12 studies with a total of 349 participants. The findings of this mini-review confirm the positive effect of dance therapy on physical and cognitive function, functionality, psychological outcomes, and quality of life in people with Alzheimer's disease. Conclusion. Most of the studies implementing dance as part of the therapeutic treatment has shown to improve or slow the worsening in the quality of life of patients with Alzheimer's disease and their caregivers. Future research focused on these patients should use a more exhaustive methodology and make a more detailed description of these kinds of interventions. So that's the end of of that article. So that's just one study. More are ongoing. Here is an article from medicalnewstoday.com. It is a good overview of dance therapy and is titled What to Know About Dance Therapy, Dance Movement Therapy. Dance movement therapy is a psychotherapeutic tool that may improve wellness. 
proponents recommend this intervention on the basis that the body and mind interconnect, meaning that anything that affects the body will also affect the mind. The existing research is still in the preliminary stages, but a few studies suggest that this therapy may offer several benefits, such as reducing depression, improving gait and Parkinson's disease, and lowering high blood pressure. Further studies are necessary to verify these benefits, though. According to the American Dance Therapy Association, the ADTA for short, dance movement therapy, also known as dance therapy, is the psychotherapeutic use of movement to improve health and well-being. The intervention is a holistic approach to healing that emerged in the 1940s, Many of the early innovators of the field were accomplished dancers who began to realize that movement was a form of psychotherapy. The ADTA explains that dance therapy promotes health through coordinating and unifying all aspects of a person, including their physical, mental, emotional, and social aspects. A premise that underlies the intervention is the belief that it is impossible to separate the body from the mind. As a result, changes in the body affect the mind and vice versa. The ADTA adds that the below premises also play a role. Dance is a means of nonverbal communication. Nonverbal language is as important as verbal language. In addition to serving as a means of communication, movement can be expressive, functional, and developmental. Movement serves as a tool for both assessment and intervention. The research on the physical, mental, and emotional benefits of dance therapy has some inconsistencies. Although more studies are necessary to provide proof, some evidence suggests that the intervention may have value for specific health problems, health concerns, like psychological health. Researchers looking to determine the benefits of dance therapy for a variety of psychological aspects of health carried out a 2019 meta-analysis that looked at 41 clinical trials and involved a total of 2,374 participants. The results suggested that the intervention improves anxiety, depression, quality of life, the ability to think and remember, and interpersonal skills. They also indicated that these benefits might be long-term. Another study dealt with depression exclusively. Whereas the above meta-analysis looked at psychological health quite broadly, a 2019 review dealt exclusively with depression. It evaluated eight clinical trials that explored the effects of dance therapy on 351 adults with the condition. The authors characterized the evidence as being of moderate to high quality and concluded that the intervention might offer an effective treatment for adults with depression. However, they could not judge its effectiveness for children, teenagers, or older adults, as the included studies mostly excluded those populations. Another area of study was fall prevention. The authors of a 2017 review looked at whether dance, a popular pursuit among older adults, might help prevent falls by improving gait, balance, and muscle strength. Noting that falls are a leading cause of illness and death, the authors reviewed 10 clinical trials that explored a possible connection between dance and fall prevention. The trials had a total of 680 participants. 
Due to the preliminary nature of the results and the lack of long-term data, the authors were unable to draw firm conclusions. However, they note that dance appears to be safe and demonstrates well-being benefits in older adults. Concerning Parkinson's disease, Parkinson's disease is a neurodegenerative condition that impairs gait, which can increase the risk of falls. A 2018 review looked at 40 studies and five reviews investigating the effects of dance and music on the symptoms of this condition. The results indicated that the interventions might improve gait. And another study concerned cancer care. The effects of cancer extend beyond physical health as the condition often also influences emotions and socialization. In addressing such issues, current cancer care is increasingly including psychosocial interventions. To examine the benefits of dance therapy for cancer, a 2015 study reviewed three clinical trials that involved a total of 207 individuals with breast cancer. The data analysis showed mixed results but indicated that the intervention might help by improving vigor and enhancing the quality of life and reducing the presentation of multiple physical symptoms due to psychological causes. In contrast, it found no evidence that dance therapy can help with tiredness, stress, anxiety, or depression for cancer patients. A 2021 review supports the finding that dance therapy can improve quality of life among people with breast cancer, but notes that this therapy may be more effective alongside other treatments. Another study focused on blood pressure. A 2020 meta-analysis assessed five clinical trials that dealt with the effects of dance therapy on blood pressure. Despite the small, small number of trials, the results indicated that the intervention could significantly lower both systolic and diastolic blood pressure in people with hypertension. Systolic pressure, the top blood pressure reading, denotes the pressure on the arterial walls during heartbeats. Diastolic pressure, the bottom blood pressure reading, denotes this pressure between heartbeats. The results also suggested that dance therapy has more of an effect in people from from Africa than those from Europe or America. Another study addressed chronic heart failure. An older 2014 study compared the effects of dance therapy with those of conventional therapy in individuals with chronic or ongoing heart failure. It evaluated two investigations that involved 62 dance therapy participants, 60 exercise participants, and 61 control participants. When the researchers compared the effects of dance therapy with those of exercise and those of no exercise, they found that dance therapy increased exercise capacity and quality of life. There were no significant differences between the results of the dance therapy and conventional exercise groups. As a result, the authors recommend the inclusion of dance therapy in cardiac rehabilitation programs. If a person wishes to get started, it is best to enroll in a program that a qualified dance therapist offers. Most of these professionals work in rehabilitation centers, psychiatric hospitals, schools, and private practice. A therapist will customize the technique to suit an individual's abilities and medical conditions. The movements can vary from ordinary to, and subtle to improv, 
improvisational, and expressive. Some people may be interested in trying other creative therapies. These include art therapy. The American Art Therapy Association explains that this is the use of art making to produce psychological benefits such as higher self-esteem, improved cognition, and enhanced social skills. And drama therapy. According to the North American Drama Therapy Association, this is the use of performance, purposeful improvisation, or storytelling to achieve therapeutic goals, such as better interpersonal relationships. And music therapy. The American Music Therapy Association notes that this is the use of music to render a variety of benefits, such as physical rehabilitation, managed stress, and increased memory. Dance therapy is a psychotherapeutic intervention that works by unifying and coordinating the physical, mental, emotional, and social aspects of a person. Only limited research has explored the benefits, but early studies indicate that it might have value for some areas of wellness. These include psychological health, such as reducing symptoms of depression, and physical health, such as improving exercise capacity in people with heart failure. And that is the end of the article from Medical News Today. As I was researching dance therapy, I wondered who would be the one who facilitated this dance therapy session? What kind of qualifications and training would this person have? How does one go about accessing dance therapy? So I looked on the American Dance Therapy website where they provide a listing of over a thousand dance therapy therapists across the nation, but none are near me. The closest one is in Cincinnati, which is an hour and a half drive from here. Just to be sure, I called my health insurance provider. I have a Medicare Advantage plan. I spent almost an hour on the phone with them, including the time spent trying to select the right options (laughs) so I could talk to the right person and the time waiting to talk to the person. The person who finally took my call was super nice and helpful. She spent a lot of time looking for the answer to my questions about if dance therapy was covered for me and if there was a provider near me. The answers were, yes, it would be covered if the therapist was licensed and no, there wasn't one near me. She suggested I try silver sneakers as an alternative way to move to improve. I thanked her and resolved to try silver sneakers to see if they have an offering that is like a dance class. It is wonderful that my health insurance pays for my membership to the YMCA and Planet Fitness and other gyms in the area. Silver Sneakers group exercises are often like Zumba, and I tried that, and I didn't like it very much. I still want to take dance lessons, but those are not covered by Medicare. Ideally, I want someone who knows how to improve my health on a personal level to be my dance instructor, like a dance therapist would. What follows is an article about what a dance therapist is and how they can help us age with grace. I found this article on the American Dance Therapy Association website, and it is titled Becoming a Dance Therapist, a Dance Movement Therapist. It's titled Becoming a Dance Movement Therapist. To begin, what is dance movement therapy? The American Dance Therapy Association, ADTA, defines dance movement therapy as the psychotherapeutic use of movement to promote emotional, social, cognitive, and physical integration of the individual. Dance movement therapy is focused on movement behavior as it emerges in the therapeutic relationship. 
expressive, communicative, and adaptive behaviors are all considered for group and individual treatment. Body movement as the core component of dance simultaneously provides the means of assessment and the mode of intervention for dance movement therapy. Practiced in mental health, rehabilitation, medical, educational, and forensic settings, and in nursing homes, day healthcare centers, disease prevention, health promotion programs, and in private practice, and is effective for individuals with developmental, medical, social, physical, and psychological impairments, and is used with people of all ages, races, and ethnic backgrounds in individuals, individual settings, couples, family, and group therapy formats. Next section is titled, What Do Dance Movement Therapists Do? Dance movement therapists focus on helping their clients improve self-esteem and body image, develop effective communication skills and relationships, expand their movement vocabulary, gain insight into patterns of behavior, as well as create new options for coping with problems. Movement is the primary medium dance movement therapists use for observation, assessment, research, therapeutic interaction, and interventions. Dance movement therapists help develop programs, help develop treatment plans and goals, document their work in clinical records, and collaborate with professionals from other disciplines. Next section is titled, Where Do Dance Movement Therapists Work? Dance movement therapists work in a variety of settings, including nursing homes, schools, psychiatric rehabilitation and medical facilities, drug treatment centers, counseling and crisis centers, and wellness and alternative health care centers. Next section is titled, What Does a Dance Movement Therapy Session Look Like? The extensive range of dance movement therapy techniques and the needs and abilities of participants allow for a wide variety of movement activities in dance movement therapy sessions. Dance movement characteristics from subtle and ordinary movement behaviors to expressive impro- improvisational dancing could occur. To learn more about the ways in which dance movement therapists work, go to the ADTA YouTube page and profiles of dance movement therapists. Next section is titled Becoming a Dance Movement Therapist FAQs. How can I become a dance movement therapist? There are two routes one can pursue to become a dance movement therapist. View the RDMT Applicant Handbook for an in-depth guide of requirements. Number one, ADTA Approved Graduate Program. Graduates of approved programs meet all professional requirements for the Registered Dance Movement Therapist credential. Please contact the school directly for application process requirements, etc. Number two, alternate route. The alternate route is defined as a master's degree with dance movement therapy training from qualified teachers. Other requirements include movement observation and assessment, psychology work, cross psychology coursework, field work, internship, and dance experience. Next section is titled, What Degree Credential Do Dance Movement Therapists Receive? The Dance Movement Therapy Credential is awarded at the graduate level. Therefore, a master's degree is required. 
upon completion of an ADTA-approved graduate program or the alternate route and acceptance by the Dance Movement Therapy Certification Board, the Registered Dance Movement Therapist credential is awarded. The RDMT represents attainment of a basic level of competence, signifying both the first level of entry into the profession and the individual's preparedness for employment as a dance movement therapist with a clinical and or educational setting. The board-certified dance movement therapist, also known as the BC-DMT, credential can be obtained after the RDMT is awarded with additional requirements and experience. BC-DMT is the advanced level of dance movement therapy practice, signifying both the second level of competence for the profession and the individual's preparedness to provide training and supervision in dance movement therapy as well as engage in private practice. Next section is titled, What Undergraduate Degree Should I Pursue? At the undergraduate level, there is no specific degree required. However, it is a good idea to have substantial exposure to topics related to both dance and psychology. For specific prerequisites, contact each ADTA-approved graduate program. Next section is titled, Where Can I Find Information on How to Volunteer Shadow a Dance Movement Therapist? Opportunities to volunteer or shadow a dance movement therapist are limited due to the nature of the work and the need for confidentiality. If you are interested in volunteering or shadowing, contact your region's member at large or a local chapter. Next section is titled, What Kinds of Experience Would Be Helpful for a Future Dance Movement Therapist? It is strongly encouraged to pursue a broad practice in dance, including a variety of dance styles and techniques, choreography, performance, and teaching. For education, focus on psychology courses and a course in kinesiology and anatomy. Helpful experience would include working or volunteering with people in various human service settings, for example, summer camps, schools, hospitals, and nursing homes. Next section is titled, How Long Does It Take to Become a Dance Movement Therapist? If attending an ADTA-approved graduate program, expect to be in school for two or three years full-time. For the alternate route, the length of time depends on many factors, such as committing full or part-time, location of courses, some travel may be required, when courses are offered, when the individual can attend, etc. Next section is called, What School Would You Recommend? Attending any of the ADTA-approved graduate programs provides in-depth knowledge and training from exceptional, experienced, board-certified dance movement therapists. The ADTA suggests contacting and or visiting the school's to help decide if the institution is a good fit. Next section is covering what does approval of graduate programs mean? The ADTA approves programs that meet the requirements stated in the ADTA Standards of Education and Clinical Training, 
Graduates of approved programs meet all educational requirements for the Registered Dance Movement Therapist credential. And that is the end of the article from the American Dance Therapy Association. Wow, they they have to have a lot of education. I see. I would so love for a dance therapist to come to the Aging with Grace Clubhouse and talk with us about how dance therapy can help us. We have a dance session scheduled every Monday at 11.30 a.m., but of course it is led by our club planner, not by a licensed dance therapist. We take turns choosing the music to dance to, usually oldies but goodies. We have a state-of-the-art sound system at the clubhouse that I had installed a couple of years ago, Not that we crank it up to the max. (laughs) It's just nice to have speakers distributed around our space for better sound. Dr. Stereo installed it. I love their tagline. They bring movies and music to life. I'm seriously considering opening on Saturday nights for a dance party for the whole community over the age of 50. My generation grew up going to middle and high school sock hops and dances, and it was so fun. I have had older people ask me to offer a Saturday night dance for the community, so I'm sure we would have some people come if we advertised. It would take a lot of time and work to organize, though, and I'm not ready yet. To be continued. For now, we have our dance party on Monday mornings as part of our Move to Improve series. Come check us out. And with that, I'm wishing you a week of making happy memories, moving to the music, wherever you are. Bye for now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the last episode. For more information, please go to agingwithgraceinfo.org. That's agingwithgraceinfo.org. Thank you. The health club for seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and age with grace.